Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I do not get establishment Republicans. I really don't. Remember in the office when Michael Scott was hating on Toby, the HR rep, like he always did? And he looks at Toby directly and he says, Toby, I hate everything about who you choose to be. This is how I feel about establishment Republicans. Republicans and even some conservatives are trying to get us to stop our boycott of Bud Light. Remember what Bud Light did here. Bud Light did a direct partnership, a sponsorship. They hired the transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney to be their spokesperson. They sent Dylan Mulvaney a can of beer with Dylan Mulvaney's face printed on that can of beer. They hired Dylan Mulvaney to make Instagram, and I assume TikTok, I'm not on TikTok, Instagram videos with Bud Light. They gave money to Dylan Mulvaney to be the spokesperson of this company, even though Dylan Mulvaney is not just an individual. Dylan Mulvaney is a political activist. He lives out his political activism. He is a transgender activist. He's an activist for queer theory just because he's living the principles of queer theory. And Bud Light's audience, Bud Light's consumers are us. It's like middle America, working class, patriotic Americans who reject the transgender ideology, who understand that a man cannot become a woman just because he wants to become a woman or just because he feels like he's a woman or just because he's gay. And Bud Light deliberately stages this quote unquote marketing campaign, not because they don't understand, not because there's not a, not because there's a disconnect between their advertising executives and and who their consumers are. They fully understand that we are their consumers. They did this because they hate us. They did this because they want to indoctrinate us. And yet now, after we were like, okay, well, we're not gonna buy Bud Light anymore. No problem, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna go woke, we're gonna make you go broke. And a lot of conservatives, a lot, lot, lot of people across the country stopped buying Bud Light. They have lost their stock value. Budweiser's parent company, Anheuser-Busch, has lost $6 billion, which is a good thing. It's a good thing for us to vote with our money for these companies to see that we don't want them to be propagating queer theory or else we're not gonna buy from them because they're not our only option. And what, a concern, what, what does the Republican establishment do? The Republican establishment, instead of actually acknowledging that for once we are fighting a cultural battle over, yes, an uncomfortable social issue, but we're fighting the culture war in an effective way. We, the American people, are making a difference, sending our message, saying we're not the, we're not the minority, we're not the fringe. We represent a humongous portion of the American population, and we don't like what you're doing. We don't like the wokeness that you are propagating, especially when you're trying to sell your products to us. And so leave it to establishment Republicans to try to mess it up, right? Leave it to establishment Republicans to be like, actually, guys, I don't think we should be boycotting Budweiser because historically Anheuser-Busch has given us a lot of money. Let me read you this from the Daily Beast. Matt, if we could bring up element number two, this is a Daily Beast headline. The National Republican Congressional Committee this is from the Daily Beast, quietly deleted a fundraising page on Saturday that took aim at one of their largest donors, the parent company of Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch has given half a million dollars to Republican, mostly Republican candidates in the past election cycle. This is the 
basis for the National Republican Congressional Committee deleting this page because, oh, those Republicans in Congress, they just want that dollar. They want those dollars from Budweiser, from Bud Light, and from Anheuser-Busch. And so they won't speak out. They don't want to speak out against this. This is classic Republican establishment. And by the way, there's some voices that I wouldn't ordinarily categorized as Republican establishment. In fact, Don Jr. made a little clip on his show. I like Don Jr. I think he's done a ton of good for the conservative movement, for the Republican Party. He's helped rebrand conservatism, which is very desperately needed. He's very based. He's very savage. He's very funny. I admire a lot of Don Jr.'s work. I follow him on Twitter. I think a a lot of his tweets are absolutely great, but he's wrong on this. He's wrong on this. This is what he said on his show. Take a listen. This is one like we're dunking on them now, but when you actually look into it, they'd be one of the more conservative leaning companies in America. So they've been put on notice. I'm leaving them alone. I think you should probably do the same. No, 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 no. Like I said, I I like Don Jr. I respect Don Jr. He's right on a lot of things. He has, he's added tremendous value to the movement. He's not correct on this. He's not someone that I would ordinarily categorize as a Republican establishment, but in this particular case, he is siding with the Republican establishment. And when I say the phrase Republican establishment, I'm not saying that in this, in in a vague way. The Republican establishment is the fundraising apparatus of the Republican party. So this might be the Republican Senatorial Committee. This might be the National uh, the National Republican Congressional Committee. This might be the RNC. Any official apparatus of the Republican Party whose job it is to raise money to elect candidates, that is the Republican establishment. And the Republican establishment is responsible most times for the types of candidates that we get in office. They're the ones that decide Uh, where they're going to give money to, meaning where the Republican establishment will give money, and which candidates that are supported by the Republican establishment are often the ones that get elected because they have that financial support from the Republican establishment. So this isn't just a vague ad hominem that I'm like, oh, you establishment Republicans. No, it's not just a brand of Republicanism that I'm calling establishment. These are the people that are in control of a lot of the power in the Republican apparatus. So we identify, you and I identify as conservatives. We are part of the Republican Party because we believe that our conservative principles will be best served through the Republican Party versus the Democratic Party. The Republican Party, in this case, or the Republican establishment, is not serving our conservative principles well, and we ought to tell them that. The Republican establishment is harming conservatism. The Republican Party is acting counter to what we need to do. We have to fight these social issues. We have to, even if it costs us some money. Because what is at stake here? What is the actual fight? What are, what are we surrendering and sacrificing if the Republican establishment convinces us to let Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Bud Light get away with promoting Dylan Mulvaney and queer theory? What if, what if the Republican establishment convinces us to stop our boycott and Anheuser-Busch gets away with what they've done. What have we sacrificed? That's what I want to talk about today. Let's get to it. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way 
at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Okay, so what's at stake here? If the Republican establishment and some conservatives convince us to stop boycotting Anheuser-Busch, parent company of Budweiser that makes Bud Light, what are we giving up here? Well, we might be giving up some money. We, we might be giving up some money if we, if we continue our boycott. I, I'm not contesting the $500,000 number. That's the amount of money that Anheuser-Busch gave to political candidates, most of them Republican, in the last election cycle. That's a lot of money. But what if we took that money and surrendered our political cause? That money becomes blood money. That means that we have willingly allowed, quietly, silently, allowed an ideology that propagates the bodily mutilation of children and outright Marxism because someone was willing to pay Republican candidates half a million dollars. Are you really willing to be sold for that amount of money? I'm not. That's actually, if you think about it in that perspective, that's actually not that much money to sell children's bodies and to sell the United States to Marxism. Half a million dollars? Yeah, I don't think so. My price is way higher than that. Way higher than that. But these Republican establishment apparatuses, whether it's the Republican Congressional Committee or its counterpart, the National Republican Senatorial Committee, regardless of what it is, if it's the RNC, it doesn't matter. If they're willing to sell children's bodies and our country to Marxism for that amount of money, then they're not the right fighters. This is, this is why for months now we've been saying, okay, we need to clean house at the RNC. We need to clean house in Republican leadership in Congress because this, these are the choices they make. When they're, when they're given a scenario that they say, okay, well, it's not a great situation to have to choose between your values and, and losing money. Nobody really wants to be in that scenario. We can all agree that that's not ideal. But we need people who, when they face that situation, they make the proper value judgment. They make the proper moral judgment. And in this case, the National Republican Congressional Committee is not doing that. They're willing to sell our values for $500,000. $500,000 is all. Uh, Anheuser-Busch has lost $6 billion, by the way. I want, I want to talk about how effective our campaign against the Dylan Mulvaney advertising stunt that Bud Light pulled has been $6 billion in stock value. That's such a crazy amount of money. $6 billion. And the chances that they are, that, that Bud Light will roll this back or walk this back or apologize for what they've done by promoting Dylan Mulvaney is very small. I'm not saying that our boycott is going to cause Bud Light themselves to issue an apology and roll this back. It's not going to. In fact, Anheuser-Busch CEO, um, it did issue a statement and it's it's like the biggest pile of nothing ever. It's it's a whole bunch of words. It's like Kamala Harris level word salad where you say, you talk for this amount of time, but what are you even saying? This is what he said. As the CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring every consumer feels proud of the beer we brew. We're honored to be part of the fabric of this country. Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people. 
and our independent distributors employ an additional 47,000 valued colleagues. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and a proud history supporting our communities, military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded, freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and promoting our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this country, this company, our brands, and our partners. I spend much of my time traveling across America, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers to consumers across the country. Like, dude, what are you even saying? We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. What did you just accidentally send a beer to Dylan Mulvaney? You just accidentally hired the most prominent transgender activist in the nation to promote your brand? You didn't intend for this to be controversial? What, do you live under a rock? Dylan Mulvaney is one of the most hot-button topics in our country because not only is Dylan Mulvaney this, like, enormous megastar on social media whose influence to young people is hard to even, hard to even put a, 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 hard to even quantify. But Dylan Mulvaney is a political activist whose influence reaches the White House. Dylan Mulvaney has been influential in pressuring the Biden administration's radical stances on transgender issues. And you didn't intend to be part of a conversation that divides people? Like, what are you even talking about? What are you even talking about? This is the absolute dumbest apology, non-apology, didn't apologize for anything, that I have ever, 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 ever heard. They're not going to walk it back, right? It's not going to happen. That's not my expectation with this boycott. It's, it's, they're not going to walk it back because of the reason that they did this in the first place. This wasn't some employee gone rogue. We've heard this excuse from, I don't know who invented this excuse, whether it was the liberal media, whether it's Republicans who don't want to fight the culture war, whether it's Budweiser influencers, I don't know. But we've heard this excuse circulating that says, oh, you know, it's this rogue marketing executive who's really woke, who actually does hate the American people. And, and, and these, these, this person or this small team, without the permission of the executives, staged this campaign and just sent this, sent this beer to Dylan Mulvaney. I do not buy that. I do not buy that because if that's what happened, Budweiser would have said so publicly. This person would have been fired, especially when $6 billion, they've lost $6 billion. You think they wouldn't have thrown one person under the bus? Please. Of course they would have. No, the reason they did this is because of what we talked about last week, the corporate equity or equality index is essentially one of the ESG metrics. Um, it's, it's a campaign that was founded by the Human Rights Campaign, which is a LGBTQIA plus lobbying um, organization that pressures companies, actually sends representatives, sends people to these big corporations saying, if you don't actively promote transgenderism, then we're going to publicly claim that you are an unfriendly place for LGBTQ people to work. It's, it's, a, it's a mafia style tactic. We're not going to give you the protection of the culture if you don't actively do what we want you to do. That's the reason they did it. They're not going to walk it back because they can't. If they walk it back, they're just going to be slammed by the left because this is in the spotlight now. But what this boycott does and what it should continue to do if Republicans like me, I'm not giving up this boycott. My husband's not giving up this boycott. We're on this for the long haul. What this is going to do is this is going to send a message to other corporations that say, yeah, we know you're getting bullied behind the scenes by transgender activists. We know that you're getting bullied by the left over your ESG score. But let me tell you, the amount of money that you will lose is so enormous. Is it worth it? 
And so what's going to happen is other corporations, they're not going to be conservative, but they might not be so blatant in their in their trans activism like Bud Light was, because they will be afraid of losing a horrific amount of money, a truly horrific amount of money. But Bud Light, after this non-apology, they tried to do some damage control, some serious damage control. They released an ad, a very quote-unquote pro-American ad, which is a beautiful video. It's a beautiful, creative, crafty narrative advertisement. It's a one-minute video that I want to watch together. But let me just tell you, do not, 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 not fall for this. Let's take a look. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America, found in a community where a handshake is a sure contract, brewed for those who found opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow, raised by generations willing to sip Share, risk, remember. This is a story bigger than beer. This is the story of the American spirit. This is a cool video, right? When I first watched that, I was like, wow, that's that's chilling. It's moving. It's creative. It's crafty. It does feel like it embodies the best that America is. It's very, it's very red-blooded, patriotic, American. You feel pride. You feel spirit. Don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. All Budweiser, listen to me very closely here. All Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, would have had to do is say, listen, we made a mistake. We made a mistake by hiring Dylan Mulvaney. We made a mistake by promoting the transgender ideology. We made a mistake by propagating queer theory. We understand that our consumers, like the majority of Americans, are against this ideology, and we're sorry. Forgive us. If Anheuser-Busch had done that, issued a, we are sorry, this is not within our brand guidelines, we made a mistake and we shouldn't have done it, conservatives like you and me, are very forgiving people. We would have been like, okay, if you recognize that what you did was not only bad for business, you recognize that what you did was morally wrong, I'm willing to forgive you. There's, there's no reason why I would continue on a 
boycott of Bud Light just because you made a mistake, even if it was a bad mistake once, if you show, if you ask for forgiveness and you show repentance, that's fine. I, I don't participate in cancel culture. I'm 100% willing to, to accept an apology. And I think, I would venture to guess, every one of us is the same way. But that's not what Anheuser-Busch is doing. Anheuser-Busch is trying to evoke feelings in you that make you forget what they did. For all we know, they have not canceled their sponsorship with Dylan Mulvaney. They haven't pulled that stuff down from online. They haven't issued any apologies. The CEO issued that word salad that meant nothing. We didn't mean to and intend to get into a discussion that was such a hot button topic. Okay, by hiring, by hiring Dylan Mulvaney, it didn't mean to, sure. But they're releasing this ad to try to make you associate Bud Light with good, patriotic red, white, and blue American values. And I understand that, that Anheuser-Busch has put their money where their mouth is before, previously, formerly. They've given to Republican candidates. Maybe, maybe they will continue to do that. That's great. But the damage that Budweiser has inflicted on those American values that they claim to support is worse. It's, it's a greater amount of damage than the amount of money that they spend on Republican candidates can compensate for. So I, I, I am not falling for this ad. I do not accept this ad. I do not like this ad. It feels disrespectful. It feels like pandering. It feels like Budweiser being like, okay, how can we generate something that will make the red, white, and blue just pound in our consumers, make them want to drink our beer, while we're also simultaneously sabotaging the nation that they love with queer theory, which is a neo-Marxist ideology that wants the destruction of the United States. Don't you dare pander to me. Don't you dare pretend to be patriotic when you promote the transgender ideology. All you have to do is ask for forgiveness. That's all you have to do. And this is not a small boycott, by the way. This is not a boycott that is just within this small political bubble of you and I that are obsessed with politics. This has spread into the wider American consciousness. This is now an issue that most people know about. This is an issue that a lot of people care about. Riley Green is a country music artist, and one of his famous songs refers to a Bud Light. Instead, listen very, very closely to what words he changed, and then listen to the reaction of the crowd. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
<laughs> you gotta love that. That is not something that's just within a tiny political bubble. That is something that is in the consciousness of the American public at large. And the American public does not like what Bud Light did. They don't like. They don't like being indoctrinated. They don't like the assault on women. They don't like the assault on our country that queer theory poses. And even at a country music concert, people aren't thinking about politics there. They don't want to be thinking about politics. They want to escape it. Even at a country music concert, there you go. Bud Light. You better learn your lesson. You better apologize. And any other corporation that's thinking about this, you better think very carefully before you go woke because I think that this boycott is proved. If you go woke, you will go broke. So rock star Tommy Lee, you've probably heard of him. He was married to Pamela Anderson, very, very famous. He got into hot water over the weekend because he posted a video of me. He posted a video of me talking about the transgender ideology. In fact, it's the video that we watched last week. Remember when I showed you an old video of me from, what, five, six, seven years ago, talking about uh, the logical conclusion of the transgender ideology. If we accept the idea that men can be women just because they want to be women, where exactly does this end? What is the limiting principle on this? Um, For anybody who missed that show, when I replayed this video that was going viral on Twitter last week, Um, This is the video that Tommy Lee, rock star Tommy Lee, the ex-husband of Pamela Anderson, posted on his Instagram account over the weekend that went wildly viral. Take a look. After transgender and transracial, we got transabled. Yeah, this one's really messed up. Physically healthy people who feel they should have been born disabled. A man in Great Britain cut off his arm because he felt like an amputee. A woman in North Carolina poured drain cleaner in her eyes because she felt blind. Transgender transracial, transabled. Guess what's next? A grown man posting an ad on Craigslist wanting a nanny because he identifies as a baby. You can't make this stuff up. Ridiculous? Perhaps, but who's to say anymore if that's how he feels? If a man can be a woman because he feels like one, if a white person can be a black person because she feels like one, if a healthy person can mutilate herself because she feels disabled, if a grown man can be a baby because he feels infantile, where does this end? Can a child be an adult because she feels like a grown-up? Can a teenager buy alcohol because he identifies as over 21 years of age? Can a grown man attend kindergarten because he identifies as a six-year-old girl? Can a child spend the day at doggy daycare instead of school because the child feels like a canine? If not, why not? If a kid can be transgender because he feels like a girl, who are we to tell a child he must attend school or obey his parents or refuse him a beer when he orders one? You can't have it both ways. As you can see, TMZ posted that. This was all over the media. Outkick posted it. Daily Mail talked about it. Rockstar Tommy Lee got absolutely slammed by the left for, and by blue check marks too, slammed by the left for posting this video, which he said that he posted because it really made him think about, well, exactly what I was hoping people would think about when I made this video, which is there is no logical conclusion to the transgender ideology because the transgender ideology obliterates reality. And the end of this is gonna be absolute and utter chaos in our society if we accept this. If we allow this ridiculous delusion, men who claim to be women just because they say they're women, that's that's not tethered to reality. It's obviously absurd. So he got bullied so bad that he ended up deleting the video, even though it had gone viral. He issued some kind of apology. We can show this apology on the screen, although I'm not gonna read it start to finish. I will spare you. He said, I deleted my quote unquote controversial post because I am in no way transphobic or against the LGBTQIA community or any effing community. He said, I'm the gayest mother effer around. I just don't agree with how far some things have been taken. I think it's crazy that some people are blinding themselves because they feel they should have been born blind. 
Um, and he goes on and on and on. Now, here's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in him a little bit. I'm disappointed that he caved to this bullying. Um, I hope he's listening to this right now, because if so, I want to say two things. First of all, don't let them silence you. Because the reason that they want to silence you, the reason that you've been bullied, probably behind the scenes. I know how Hollywood works. Believe it or not, I have uh, I have friends and connections in very, very liberal places. And I know exactly how this works. So your talent managers, your agents, everybody that you've uh, been associated with who's been sponsored or who's sponsored you before, they get in touch with you. They get in touch with your record label. You, they have all these PR agents swarming you, threatening you. I understand that it feels like you're just being inundated. It feels like this huge pile on internally. And you're like, well, I don't want to ruin my career. I don't want my my income to be um, somehow somehow taken away from me. I don't want to be canceled. But the reason they want you silenced is not because they think you're transphobic. It's not because anything that I said or anything that you agree with is transphobic. Of course not. People that suffer from gender disorders are worthy of dignity and respect. They have equal value to you and I. That's not at all what we're saying when we say that transgenderism or this, this delusion that men think they're women when they're actually men, that is a totally different thing than the person itself. What, what we're talking about, being a delusion, is a delusion. It's a mental illness that's turned into a political ideology. And it's okay and right and properly ordered for you to be, be against it. The reason they want you silenced is because it, it, the transgender ideology serves their political ends. And if it is exposed, if people outside of politics, just regular, you know, regular everyday rock stars, start speaking out against this, then the politics being downstream of culture, the politics are going to be more difficult for the radical left. Don't cave to the bullies. Stand up to bullies. And I'd like to issue you an open invitation to come on my show and talk about this. I'd really like to know um, what exactly about this video that uh, you liked. I'd like to know what you've observed in your life, especially working you know, in, in the music industry, being an international superstar, what you've observed that made you think that you know this has gone too far, what that line between tolerance and insanity is. So um, come on my show. Let's have a respectful, good faith conversation about this. I think our, I know our audience would really love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. I would love to have that conversation with you. So reach out anytime. I just wanted to issue this public, uh, public invitation to join me on my show and talk about this. Uh, by the way, if you look at the, the comments below the apology, the, the apology when uh, Tommy Lee announced that he was taking this quote unquote controversial post down, a lot of the comments are supportive. They're actually other rock stars who are supportive of Tommy Lee. Chris Angel, actually. I think we have this, this picture of his comments. Yeah, there it is. He said 100%. People agree. That's what scares the radical left. That's why they wanted to silence you, because the majority of people agree with us. They agree that this is insane. It doesn't serve our society. It doesn't serve people suffering from gender disorders. It doesn't serve women. It's a dangerous neo-Marxist ideology. Come on my show. Let's talk about this. We'll have a great time here. So James O'Keefe now runs a new media organization called uh, called O'Keefe Media Group. It's abbreviated OMG Media. Yes, very funny, very cutesy. James O'Keefe did a report recently from the Washington Correction Center for Women. It's a women's prison in Washington state. We've heard reports before about the uh, WCCW, that's the Washington Correction Center for Women. We've heard reports that transgender inmates, meaning biological men who were housed with the women, were raping women. The reports were reported, but there was always a little bit of blurry substantiation. Was this an allegation? Not that, not that we doubted whether it was true. It's just when you're a journalist, you have to have the absolute proof of what you're reporting. Or you have to say, we've heard these reports, but they're unsubstantiated. O'Keefe talked to some of the inmates, the actual women, 
who are incarcerated in um, in this prison, talk to them about the transgender inmates, these males who are being housed with the women. And this is one of the most truly shocking videos that I've seen in a long time. God bless James O'Keefe for doing this. Take a look. So we have men rapists, men murderers, child rapists, men who have killed women and are imprisoned for raping and killing women who get put in our room. James O'Keefe, OMG News here. Have you heard of the Washington State Correctional Center for Women, which has been in the news for its policy to place men who identify as women in the same prison, sometimes even the same cell as biological women? Imagine coming to your room one day and you're in close custody and you turn around and there's a man standing up peeing in the toilet because you have the bathroom in your room and see to you. What? There's nothing you can do. What you just heard and what you're about to hear are multiple inmates describing their experiences with transgendered women, formerly known as men, within the women's prison. WCCW has been the tip of the spear with inclusivity in the prison system. To protect the at-risk individuals involved, we've taken steps to conceal the identities of the sources and the inmates. I know there's some common sex with women. There was some, like, assaulting, but no one reported it. Normally in institutions you have segregation to always going to apply. No matter what institution that you're at, all across America. But somehow in this institution, they are adapting ways to apply these so-called mandated laws that came out of nowhere to prohibit segregation for certain individuals. Let's just say sex offenders. Usually sex offenders are not in general population. They're always in a population of their own. Some of these men are not confused. They're just manipulating the system. But it's not equal because we don't get the same care and treatment that the trans get in here. Yeah, because don't they get special bras, special everything, special... Everything. They kind of cater to the trans community. All you have to do is say that you are a woman, that you uh, now, when you're in county, say that you identify as a woman and you can come straight to here from county. You don't, the guys don't even have to go to the men's prison first. What? Some of these men know that they're men. They're not trying to be a woman. They just say that to come here, to have sex with women, during their prison sentence. There's nothing you can do but say you're going to kill yourself and then go down to the crazy unit to get out of that room. That's and if you refuse to go back in there, you get a major, you get in trouble. I told all this to the assistant secretary. What'd they say? They just think they're going to look into you. I shouldn't have to go to the ward and back there because I don't want to live with the man. I don't... We wrestled over the decision to do this story. It was a painful and difficult one, because despite our best efforts, the possibility of retaliation always exists. But the thought of letting this continue and allowing women who are confined to be raped with impunity was unconscionable to us, and the women themselves, knowing the risks, agreed to let their interviews be used. My safety is now in jeopardy because I cannot voice my freedom of speech, but it doesn't apply anymore.
more because now they're implementing this new gender equality role that forces us to conform to what they want us to believe in about the transgender. I've heard some of these men talk about how they would want to get a girl pregnant so that the girl could form a lawsuit against WCCW and say that he raped her and he's willing to go along with it. He's pretty much the mastermind behind his own scandal. And it's been a few of them who sat and talked about these certain types of things to do in order to get a... So, so, so the slang word that they're calling it is a million dollar baby. A million dollar baby play. That's the, that's the slang term that they're using. And this is something that you really, really need to raise awareness to. A lot of the men in the, the women, the, the men institution, are literally coming up with strategies in order to conform to the transgender thing. They're taking all the necessary steps that they have to in order to get on the applications and the lists and things like that to go through the whole process just to get here, just to do that. We don't have a voice. We don't have a leg to stand on. Anytime we voice these types of things, we are met with a ridicule, targeting, uh, uh, bias, uh, uh, punishment, uh, 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 solitary confinement. The medical here at WCCW is the poorest in the country. We don't get our needs met. The men have better action at getting all of their needs met versus a woman going through menopause. She can't even get an estrogen shot for her menopause to do with hot flashes and the different things going on with the woman's body, but a man can get it? No, no. That shouldn't even be in America. And I know America is the land of opportunity and dreams and all of that thing, but no. Our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But this is a president who has said many times before he has their backs. He will continue to have their backs. Uh, and he will continue to fight for them. And his record shows that. We reached out to Washington Corrections Center for Women to Public Disclosure Coordinator Melissa Johnson for comment, and we still have not heard from her. Perhaps the citizen journalist OMG Army could raise some questions and ask for comment themselves. Ugh. Does that just gut you? God bless James O'Keefe and these women. I mean, this is an incredibly courageous thing that these women are doing from inside this prison because they could face retaliation at every level. They could face retaliation from other inmates, but more importantly, they could face retaliation from the administration of this prison. Political retaliation. This is gut-wrenching. And where, by the way, is Black Lives Matter? Where are, like, the defund the police and abolish prisons people? Because the, the defund the police and abolish prisons people always say that it's a violation of fundamental human rights to incarcerate anybody. But this is an actual violation of fundamental human rights to forcibly incarcerate someone and allow them to be raped with impunity by a man claiming to be a woman so that he's placed in a cell with an actual woman. And yet these, 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 these radically leftist, neo-Marxist organizations that claim to be against prisons don't say a word. They're silent. They're nowhere to be seen when women are actually getting harmed in prison by an ideology that, oh, just happens to align with the Black Lives Matter ideology. It is disgusting. It is disgusting. Soros, maybe, his progressive prosecutors, Kim Kardashian, we're all these, these anti-prison advocates, these advocates for inmates. They're gone. They're nowhere. They're completely absent, completely absent. James O'Keefe has been busy at work. He asked, he, he caught up actually, or found, Dylan Mulvaney in Los Angeles at a hotel. And as Dylan Mulvaney was entering the hotel, James O'Keefe asked 
him for comment on this specific story that James had broken. And this is, this was Dylan Mulvaney's response. Take a look. I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News outside the Four Seasons Hotel in Beverly Hills. Dylan Mulvaney is inside the women's restroom right now. So I'm going to ask him for comment about our story regarding women being raped in prison by men claiming to be transgender. Here we go. Dylan, this is James O'Keefe, OMG. Women are being raped in a prison in Washington state by men claiming to be transgender. There's footage of them talking about the rape. Do you have a comment on the story here uh, of the w women being raped by the men claiming to be transgender? James O'Keefe, OMG News. Um, do you, what do you think about the women who are being raped by the men who are transgender? Do you have a comment about that? Please don't come in the elevator with me. Um, what do you think about, what is your comment to the women who are being raped by men claiming to be transgender, Dylan? So we're here with Dylan uh, here. Uh, haven't had much Bud Light recently, but we're very interested in the women's prison. Dylan? Okay. She did go into the, he, she went into the women's restroom. What the hell are you doing? This is a women's bathroom. Trying to show them the footage. No comment here at the Four Seasons Hotel in, we Beverly Hills? All right. I wonder where she's going. He's going. Do you guys have any, like, O'Keefe beer? Okay, O'Keefe beer? Do you have any O'Keefe beer? No O'Keefe beer? Do you guys have O'Keefe beer? You don't carry O'Keefe beer? No one will get a ship in Now, there are some people, even, even and conservatives online, who were saying, oh, James O'Keefe shouldn't stoop to TMZ-style tactics ambushing Dylan Mulvaney in a hotel like that, that doesn't do anything. It just looks like punching down. I could not disagree with that take more. This is, first of all, I think James O'Keefe did a fabulous job. It is entirely relevant for Dylan Mulvaney to answer the question about the Washington women's prison because Dylan Mulvaney is not just a transgender individual minding his own business, dressing like a woman. Dylan Mulvaney is one of the most powerful influential transgender activists in the country whose ideology he wants codified into culture and law. And if he is successful in codifying his transgender ideology into the culture and the law, then what these women are experiencing in prison is what women are gonna be experiencing in all prisons. But it, 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 it's the logical conclusion of Dylan Mulvaney's ideology is what's happening in that prison. So of course it's relevant. It's not, it's not the same at all. There's somebody else on Twitter who said, well, this would be like asking all Catholics to justify or asking all Catholics to defend the Catholic priest sex scandal. It's not at all like that. It's not at all like that because the Catholic priest sex scandal is like objectively against in violation of every Catholic teaching there is. But what's happening in the Washington women's prison when men are being put in cells with women because the men claim they identify as women, that is the same ideology as what Dylan Mulvaney is pushing for. Is, is, he's a transgender activist. This is what his ideology is. This is what he's advocating for. It's good to see James O'Keefe back on the beat, exposing people and institutions and corruption when nobody else would speak up and do that. Thank you for watching.
Thank you for listening. Keep up that boycott of Bud Light. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.